And a few more hours later today, on this Holy Thursday, the daylight will give way to the twilight, although it's awful dark out there right now. And at the time of actual twilight, our journey through this holy season of Lent will conclude as the evening Mass of the Lord's Supper begins. At that time later today, we will enter into the holiest time of the liturgical year, the Triduum, the sacred three days of Holy Thursday, Good Friday, and Holy Saturday. During these three days in our thoughts, our prayers, and our liturgical celebrations, we will join ourselves to Jesus Christ and make our way with him through his passion, death, and resurrection. As we join ourselves to Jesus at this sacred time, we are challenged to remember that we do not walk this way with the Lord alone, but rather we journey also with the church, with our brothers and sisters in the Lord. Therefore, in these final hours of Lent on this Holy Thursday morning, we are invited during this time of the Chrism Mass to remember the union and the unity that we share as members of the church, as brothers and sisters in the Lord. In this Chrism Mass, a special focus is on our union and unity with one another as bishops, priests, deacons, vowed religious, seminarians, or lay faithful. My friends, we gather as the local church in the Diocese of Homa Thibodeau to reflect upon and to renew the ties that unite us to one another, and as a local church to join ourselves to the universal church as we enter into this sacred time. Our union and our unity in faith as the church is one focus of this Chrism Mass. As has been stated, another focus of the Chrism Mass is the consecration of the oil of Chrism and the blessing of the oils of the sick and catechumens, the three sacred oils that will be used in our diocese for sacramental anointings during the coming year. Allow me to briefly share a few thoughts about these oils. We should all be able to phonetically hear that the very word chrism comes from the same Greek root word as Christ. By their etymology, both chrism and Christ reference anointing. In our first reading from the prophecy of Isaiah, we heard proclaimed what the anointed of the Lord would be sent to accomplish. This very well-known and beloved passage from Isaiah presents healing, liberating, and comforting images of what God would bring about for his people through his anointed one. In our gospel reading, Jesus proclaims himself in a special way to be the realization of this prophecy of Isaiah. And Jesus states that the passage is fulfilled in their hearing. Jesus is the Christ, the anointed servant of God prophesied by Isaiah. In sacred scripture, anointing was an indication of being set apart by God. 
for special service. In the like manner, anointing with the oil of chrism reminds me and you that we have been set apart. We have been consecrated by God for service in his name. The Catechism states the following about anointing with chrism, and I quote, the post-baptismal anointing with sacred chrism in confirmation and ordination is the sign of consecration. By confirmation, Christians, that is those who are anointed, share more completely in the mission of Jesus Christ and the fullness of the Holy Spirit with which he is filled so that their lives may give off the aroma of Christ." End quote. In our anointing with the sweet-smelling oil of chrism, we receive grace, and we are reminded that as God's servants, our words and actions in faith should also rise as a pleasing fragrance to God. The oil of the sick is the most used of the three oils. The Catechism reminds us, and I quote, the special grace of the sacrament of the anointing of the sick has as its effect the uniting of the sick person to the passion of Christ for his own good and that of the whole church. The strengthening peace and courage to endure in a Christian manner the sufferings of illness or old age. The forgiveness of sins if the sick person was not able to obtain it through the sacrament of penance. The restoration of health if it is conducive to the salvation of his soul. The preparation for passing over to eternal life." End quote. In being anointed with the oil of the sick, God's spiritual healing is poured out upon the one who is anointed due to advanced age, physical or emotional illness, or facing serious medical procedures or surgery. And the gift of physical healing is also asked according to God's will. Illness can be very isolating, separating us from one another and from the presence of the Lord. The anointing with sick assures us of the presence of the Lord and of the church with us in the very difficult time of illness. Referencing the oil of the catechumens, the least used of the oils, but nonetheless important. Catechism of the Catholic Church states, the pre-baptismal anointing with the oil of catechumens signifies cleansing and strengthening." End quote. Anointing with the oil of the catechumens prior to baptism is a proclamation and a testimony of the catechumens' desire and need for the strength, assistance, and guidance from God to overcome the effect of sin in life. Regarding all three sacred oils, the Catechism reminds us, and again I quote, anointing in biblical and other ancient symbolism is rich in meaning. Oil 
is a sign of abundance and joy. It cleanses and limbers. Oil is a sign of healing, since it is soothing to bruises and wounds, and it makes radiant with beauty, health, and strength." End quote. Anointing with these three sacramental oils, consecrated and blessed here today, reminds us that each of us has been anointed and chosen by God. In a similar manner to those anointed in sacred scripture, we who have been touched by the grace and strength offered by these oils in ordination, baptism, confirmation, or illness, we know that we too have been set apart by God to serve him. Sending these consecrated and blessed oils carried by the lay faithful to all parishes and the diocese at the end of this celebration is an indication of our union and our unity as a local diocesan church. I thank the members of the lay faithful who have made themselves available here this morning to receive these oils and to lovingly transport them to their church parish communities. A final focus of this Chrism Mass, and indeed of this entire day of Holy Thursday and the evening Mass of the Lord's Supper, is on those who have been ordained as priests, who so lovingly serve us in the name of Jesus Christ the Lord. My dear brother priest, as we again celebrate this Chrism Mass on this Holy Thursday, I want to thank each one of you for your untiring priestly ministry here in the Diocese of Homa Thibodeau. I'm deeply grateful for your sacramental ministry, for your celebration of the Eucharist, for the confessions that you hear and the absolution that you impart, for the baptisms you celebrate the marriage vows you witness, for the anointing and the hope that you bring to the sick and the homebound. Thank you for your priestly ministry. We all know that the joys and the graces of priesthood greatly outnumber the challenges. However, my dear brother priests, Today I want to thank you for the challenging tasks of priesthood that you accomplish with great love and patience. I thank you for answering the doorbell, the landline, your cell phone, your emails, while multitasking and giving needed attention to countless other concerns pressing upon you. I thank you for the time you give to preparing a homily and for your intentional efforts to enhance our Sunday celebrations of the Eucharist. I thank you for often surrendering your one day off to bring comfort to a grieving family at a funeral. 
I thank you for going out of your way to visit the children and the youth in our Catholic schools and in our parish schools of religion and at diocesan events. I thank you for helping out your brother priest and their staff when they call asking for your help with masses or confessions. I thank you for attending and for being so attentive at yet another parish meeting, deanery meeting, or diocesan meeting, and for giving attention to adhering to our diocesan policies. I thank you for responding lovingly and listening to those who pour out their hearts to you because of challenges in their lives, as well as listening to those who pour out complaints to you because of something troublesome to them. I thank you for turning on the lights and opening the church in the early morning, for turning out the lights and locking the church later in the day. I thank you for dealing with parish budgets, parish bulletins, parish finances, parish personnel issues. I thank you for reaching out to the poor and all who are simply in need of knowing that someone cares about them. I thank you for addressing aging and leaking roofs, blocked plumbing, flooded buildings, lawn care, all other maintenance issues. I thank you for dealing with parish schedules, parish calendars, parish planning. I thank our international priest for leaving behind family, friends, and culture and coming here to assist us in our need for priest. I thank our retired priest for so generously continuing to serve in so many ways. I thank you, my brother priest, for all the time you spend alone at meals and alone in the evening. I thank you for giving the first portion of your holidays to the people of your parish at Mass, and only after this going to be with your families. I thank you for encouraging vocations to the priesthood, to the religious life. I thank you for supporting and praying for me, for the people of our diocese. I thank you for your support and efforts in strategic planning. I thank you for being the gift that each one of you is to me, to our local church, and to the universal church. My brother priests, I thank you for these and for the many tasks that you accomplish, many of them preceded by the phrase, they never taught me this in the seminary. I thank you for all the things that so many people witness you do for love of them and love of your priesthood. And I thank you for the greater number of things that few or no people witness you do for love of them 
and love of your priesthood. Thank you. My dear brother priest, in just a few moments I will ask you to renew your vows of priestly ministry. As a priest of Jesus Christ, the Lord has anointed you. And through your ministry in the name of Jesus Christ, the wonderful prophecy of Isaiah, proclaimed in our first reading and stated by Jesus in our gospel, is indeed fulfilled for us here in our diocese. We are grateful for your priestly ministry. May God's peace and blessing be with our beloved priests on this Holy Thursday, a day very special for them and always. Amen.